Hello, and welcome to the Prepared School Psych Podcast, a space dedicated to equipping and empowering all who champion the success of students with diverse needs. I'm your host, Jenny Ponzerich, leveraging my 20 plus years as a school psychologist, presenter, and consultant, I work alongside school psychs to provide practical strategies that can be easily implemented, which in turn will support student success. Here, we'll delve into the practical and theoretical, welcoming voices from all corners of the field, seasoned school psychologists, experienced educators, dedicated family members, and visionary leaders. Together, we'll explore evidence-based approaches, tackle real-world challenges, and uncover fresh perspectives to help each child reach their full potential. Whether you're a school psych seeking new tools, a teacher searching for effective strategies, or a special education director eager to support your groups, this podcast is your resource for insightful conversations, actionable advice, and a supportive community. So tune in, get prepared, and join us as we ignite a revolution in student support, equipping educators with the tools and knowledge to build brighter futures for every child. Hey everyone, happy new year. Yay, 2024. All right, I'm Jenny Ponzurek. So excited that you decided to listen to this. I hope everyone is having a good start of January, my birthday month. Um, for anyone who doesn't know me, I'm Jenny Ponzurek, uh, background in school psychology, been part of this field for over 20 years. I am the founder of the Prepared School Psych community and PSW Monthly. And I wanted to just give a couple of quick tips to kick off our school not our school year, our calendar year. Yes. So I know we are all surrounded right now. If you're on social, if you're getting emails, it is all about what goals you are setting for the new calendar year, what word have you chosen for this year, all those different types of things. So I just wanted to share with you what I am doing with all of this information. Number one is I actually got sick over the holiday break. And so I, like most of you, on January 1 was like sitting down and like I was going to write out all my goals and I'm like, I have been sick. My brain doesn't work really well right now. What if I just gave myself a couple more weeks to really think about what I want my goals to be? So that's what I gave myself. I said, why don't we give ourselves like a couple of weeks to like January 15th? right? Because we know most people, whatever their New Year's resolutions are, it's usually like already broken by about January 15th. I think maybe January 17th is maybe the official day. So I thought, what if you don't even start any of them, right? What if we just give ourselves some time to really think through, like, what do we want to focus on for this calendar year? Right. I keep saying calendar year because, you know, all of us who work in schools, I don't know about you, but August is a new school year. Right. That's a new year. This is a good opportunity for us to look at some new goals as well. So if you're one of those people that just feels like so inundated by everything else going on about what goals you're supposed to write and have this whole plan and it's already the 4th of January, most people have already like not done all those things. I'm giving myself a little bit of time. 
And what I've also decided to do is when I think about, when I finalize what goals I want to work on, I've also decided I'm not going to plan out the whole year. I'm not going to think about like exactly what I'm going to do every single month to get to this goal. That's too hard. That's too hard for me. For those of you who can do that, good for you. But what I want to give myself an opportunity is maybe to reach these, is to just focus on the next three months, the rest of January, February, and March. Like, what can I do to progress towards my goals for that amount of time? Is that something that's doable for my brain to just think about that before I start thinking about like the whole rest of the calendar year, right? And then that way at the end of March, I can be like, is this working? Is this not working? And for me, for my brain, that gives my brain an opportunity to be like, we don't have to be perfect, right? We can just decide, let's just try this out, right? And that gives me an opportunity to kind of check in. All right, so tip number one is give yourself a break if you need a break, right? Meaning like we don't have to give in to everything that everyone's talking about here, right? Tip number two, a lot of people do this. I will say I do this as well. I like to think of a word for the year and that really helps me for my goals is to have a word. Last year, for those of you who've been following me for a while, you know my word for last year was anti-procrastination because I couldn't figure out what a word for anti-procrastination was, so it was anti-procrastination. Now, do I still procrastinate a couple of things? Yes, but I really focused on that last year. I was really focusing on things that I procrastinate in my work life and definitely in my personal life, right? There are some big things that I wanted to accomplish in my personal life, things like starting a trust for my family. Those are one of those things. I don't know about all of you, but myself, my lovely husband, we're one of those people who like for the last couple of years, we're like, we should write something down. We should probably call someone. We should figure this out. And then that's as far as that conversation ever goes. And you know what we did in December? We signed paperwork. Yeah, yeah, December. Actually, the attorneys we were working with, they were like, you know you have to sign this because it already says 2023 in all the documents. Like, you can't wait till January. And I was like, I know, I know. And we got it done. I think it was like a week out from the end of the year, but we did it. And I felt really, really <laughs> proud of myself for doing that, right? So what were some of those big things? Again, I still procrastinate report writing, but I worked on that, right? So for myself for this upcoming year, um, my word is harmony. I don't love the word balance. I know a lot of people talk about like the work-life balance. Balance to me is hard because it seems like it's supposed to be this balance, right? That we're always on this like even, right? Amount of time that I'm spending on my work life and my personal life. And what we know working in education is that sometimes we really need to focus on our work. And during summer, some months, like, I don't know, two weeks of winter break, summer break, right? There's other times, um, there's other seasons where we get to focus a little bit more on our personal. So to me, the word harmony was really helpful. And for me, this is really important because I got sick four times in the last three months. 
four times I got a cold in the last three months. And what that means to me is that my body is like screaming at me, like we need to work and focus on ourselves so that I have the strength and the ability to come to work and have enough brain power to create the amazing things that I love creating and be able to provide trainings that I love to be able to provide. And you know what? I can't be blowing my nose the whole time. I just can't be right? I can't have like the foggy brain. So this was something for myself, like when I got the last cold, which of course was right before the new year, right before then. I remember my husband looking at me and he was like, okay, this is like the fourth time you've been sick. And I'm like, I know I'm already working on it, already working on it, right? So tip number two is if it works for you, pick a word. Because a word for me helps me with my goals. Um, it's going to help me with my check-in on my goals um, about that harmony. And harmony for me is almost like a feeling, right? So some people I know pick words that are like a feeling. Like what feeling do you want to have for this year, right? So is it joy, right? Is it tranquility, right? Is it harmony, right? And this leads me to my third tip. And my third tip is really figure out where you need to ask for some help. Because for myself, <laughs> I really needed to ask for some, some help for my health, right? For my health goals. Because I, like all of you, it's not like I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, right? I, I know what I'm supposed to be doing, but I'm not doing it. So that's where that block is, right? It's not the lack of knowledge. It is the lack of actually doing things. And for me, I need some help with that. And so I found some help with that. And I'm going to work with someone who's going to help me. Not a trainer, not a nutritionist. Because like, again, I don't need that. I need someone to help me figure out like mindset types of things and why I'm not following through on some of those things. So... There are a lot of different people out there who can help us out. There are a lot of people in our direct world, right? The people we are with at our schools, they can help us stay accountable for things. We have people in our personal lives that can be super helpful. But one of the things I also love are other people that I can um, listen to uh, for podcasts when I'm not listening to all the true crime stuff, right? There are some people that I can listen to that can have a big influence on my life and can help me with things, and they're never, ever going to know who I am, ever, right? But they are very helpful for me. So I just want you to think about kind of that squad that you have around you, whether those are work-related things that you need help with, whether they are, um, you know, for me, health-related things that you need help with, whatever types of things, really be thinking about how can you get some help with some of these things that are going to help you reach your goals, right? We don't have to figure it all out ourselves. And if we know anything as in the world of school psychology is there's no way we can know everything. There's absolutely no way. There's way too many things just in our field of school psychology, right? And so imagine every other goal that we have outside of our work life, right? So if I can help you out with any school psych related types of things, if you've never been over to my website or if you haven't checked out my newsletter, I would encourage you to do so. 
website right there, jennyponzurich.com. We have lots of resources that are available for free right on over there. I also do a weekly newsletter. We took a deep breath over the winter break, but we are uh, gaining some more resources that we want to share with all of you. So we send out a newsletter once a week with different resources, some different things to help you out. And so if these are things that can help you kind of reach some of your goals, kind of get you through that one word you have for 2024, whatever works for you, feel free to check those out. All right. So thank you for listening. Enjoy for those of you who are still on break. Enjoy your last couple of days and I will see you all another time. Bye everyone. That concludes another episode of the Prepared School Psych Podcast, and I hope today's discussion left you feeling not just informed, but empowered to take action. Remember, every conversation we have, every resource we share, and every student we champion builds a bridge toward a more inclusive and effective learning landscape. So tune in, share your voice, and join us as we build a collective force for impactful change. Head over to my website at jennyponzurich.com to join our vibrant community of school psychologists in the Prepared School Site community. Together, let's keep learning, keep growing, and most importantly, keep making a difference. One student, one solution, one empowered educator at a time.